And could you tell me a little bit more about RASP? What what is the mechanism of RASP, and how, how does that help uh, be more effective in you know with your technology? How does that work? Yeah. So if you imagine the old way of of defending applications with like a web app firewall, it sits on the perimeter and yes. it can only look at HTTP traffic okay. going in and out, right? So it has a very limited understanding of what it's protecting, right? It doesn't know what the app is. It doesn't know mm. where that data goes. Mm. It doesn't see how the app works or anything. Mm. It just looks at the HTTP request and tries to say like, hey, is that, you know, gobbledygook inside that HTTP request? Is that an attack or not? And so that's, it's not surprising that they make mistakes, right? They overblock because they'll misinterpret something as an attack. And then they underblock because they, you know, attackers use techniques like mm-hmm. encoding and so on to bypass those protections. So what we said is it's, it's impossible to enforce that at the perimeter, just like you could never you know, know that somebody walking into your store is a criminal at the door, right? It's, it's difficult to tell Absolutely. until they actually mm-hmm. try to do something. So we put the protection inside the running application where we have the full context. We know the HTTP request, just like a WAF, but we also know uh, the code, the data flows. Mm-hmm. We know where that data gets used in the application. We know the libraries and frameworks, the configuration, uh, and, and so we can use all that information to make a better decision about whether it's really an attack or not. So for instance, in the, the you know, typical sort of SQL injection case, if we see untrusted data come into the application, we don't stop it at the front door. We actually watch to see like, what, what, is, what do we do with that data? And if it goes into a database call and changes the meaning mm. of the query, that's when contracts can intervene and, and prevent that query from going to the database. Got because it. at that point, we know it's an attack. No, no user should be able to change the meaning of your SQL queries. So once we see that happen, we know it's an attack and we stop it. So just a very sort of different approach, uh, much more accurate. Yeah, interesting. That's really interesting stuff. No, cool. Yeah, you know, I'd love to take a demonstration at some point because I think uh, you know, I could learn a lot from, <laughs> from the way you guys do things. That's really cool. Oh, we'd love to do that. It's actually, it's. I think it's crazy that people deploy applications and APIs on the internet without RASP in place, because it does just make mm. whole classes of vulnerability like SQL injection and cross-site scripting and XXE and SSRF and you know unsafety serialization and expression language injection. It makes all those things so much harder to exploit. Uh, it's it's just worth doing. In a way, it's it's a little similar to uh, when Microsoft added ASLR and DEP. Uh, to their mm. compilers and, and, and environments so that you can't exploit buffer overflows as easily. Uh, it's a little bit like that. We can do that for all the web flaws uh, too, make them much harder to exploit and provide a lot of protection. Got it, got it. Interesting. No, thanks so much, Jeff, for that, uh, that insight into the, into the solution. That's good. My final question really is, we're, obviously, we're not there yet, and we've got a long way to go before that. You know, we do change the market, and we do uh, you know demand more of, of uh, you know the security from our code that we're purchasing. Have you got any advice for organisations on this road to try and um, mm-hmm. forearm them to make sure that they are acquiring technology that, that at least you know give them a fighting chance to to make sure it is secure moving forward? But what's your advice for those guys? Well, first I'd say like, uh, you know, we are making progress here and like the, the mm, solar mm, winds mm. and, uh, and log for shell are really driving effort in yeah. this space. Like the executive order that I, I mentioned earlier mm. is really pushing towards this dimension. So they've got NIST creating new standards to drive things like security labeling on software, which is something I've been a huge advocate for forever. 
you, know, you look at um, almost any other product, whether it's food or drugs or cars or videotapes or even record albums, they all have labels. Your water heater probably has a, a mm. label on it that says how much energy it uses. Cigarettes, everything has labels on it for, for really good reason. It fixes the market for those things. And so I'm really excited to see that stuff happen. Now, your question is like, how can a, a single organization do something? I just encourage you to be as open and transparent as you can be about security. You can start internally just by, by eliminating this kind of the shame and blame around security vulnerabilities and attacks and things like that that's, that's typical in many organizations. Just dispense with that. Make it not okay to shame someone for a security vulnerability. Make it public and transparent. Uh, mm. in every project. It's the best thing to drive mm. your culture mm. towards a, a culture of security is to just make it make it open, make it okay to have security issues and deal with them responsibly. That's how you kind of fix it internally. And then slowly, uh, I'd strongly encourage you to be open with your customers about it and say, hey, here's what we've done to secure this thing. Here's mm. how we do that. And mm. I know a lot of enterprises already do this with their vendors. I mean, we get audited, I mean, multiple times a week by large enterprises that want to make sure that we're secure. Um, you know, so we've, we've spent a lot of time and effort in, in making all of that stuff transparent inside, uh, inside contrast. And I think any, any corporation can do it. Just, you know, decide it's not bad to mm -hmm. have, in, have security challenges as long as you deal with them in an appropriate way.